Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy, John. Hey, John, pull up a stool. Hey, good afternoon. How you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, it's 74 degrees here in New Jersey, so I'm a happy camper, John. Yeah, I guess winter's over, huh? Until uh, Wednesday, it'll be 40 again. <laughs> uh, well. We get a couple days. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Warmed up quite a bit. Yeah, it's uh, going to get near 90 this week here, so... Yeah, it's pretty much over for us, I think. My wife's telling me it's going to get chilly again, but I don't believe her. So. <laughs> hey, well, I know it definitely is here, so she would know for sure it was going to get chilly here. Yeah. It's going to be up and down. We're going to have 70 today, 70 tomorrow, then 50s for a couple for a day, 50 on two, 54 Tuesday, then down to 45. And then, like, upper 40s, low 50s for the next week. Like, we, we just got teased with these two days we're going to have, and it's going to be very sad. Yeah, well, that's better than 19, right? Well, I guess you could uh, put it that way, John, yes. There you go. So I'm, I'm okay with that. I'll put it that way for you. I'll take it better than 19. It's like saying a uh, broken arm's better than two broken arms, I guess, John. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, what else is new? My Sixers look great all the way up until they decided uh, James Harden needed a break the other night. But my team's really looking good, John, when that whole team's together, aren't they? Yeah, well, there you go. You finally got rid of uh, your favorite player. And, uh, I guess you got somebody that wants to play a little bit. So I don't understand. And, and I don't understand, John, how you're 25 years old. You sit out six months. You get traded the way you want to. And then you say you're not in condition to play basketball. How the hell is that even possible, John? Uh, you tell me. He gets paid a lot more than I do. So. I mean, what a Doing loser he right. is. What, I don't care if he becomes the greatest thing ever. He'll always be a loser in my mind. I just, I just have never seen anything like him. He's just scared to come play here again in Philadelphia on March 10th. So he's going to fake this back injury like he faked his mental illness injury 
to just get out of anything he don't want to do. And it's very sad. It really is. So, well, presumably his mental health injury, which I just don't, I, I got, I don't understand the man. I am just so glad to be him be gone. And, uh, we got the beard here now, John, I'm going to grow mine out and I'm going to look all spotty because I can't grow a beard. <laughs> I'm American Indian. I don't get hair much on my face. I can do the goatee, but it's all spotty up the sides. Oh, you get the nice uh, uh, white trash uh, full beard. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes, Johnny. Yes. Not, yeah. not so good. But anyhow, my Sixers look great. I was sad they lost to the Heat, but I that was a bad setup anyway. A home and then a away back-to-back games. You know, it's it's not a good setup. So James need to rest that hamstring. Uh, my wife bought me that uh, simulator rig I told you about. Did you see the picture I sent you? Yeah, that looks pretty fancy. That's a hell. I mean, I remember back in the day. I think it was PS One or the first Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty when we were playing a lot of games. And uh, for Christmas, I got a steering wheel, a gas pedal, and I think that was it for that system. And it, that what you got is a whole lot more sophisticated than that little setup I had. That's for sure. Yeah, I had a because I've been playing. It's the twenty-fifth anniversary of this Gran Turismo, and I've been playing it. For those 25 years, I've had every single one of them. I got a couple wheels on the PlayStation, uh, on the Gran Turismo 4, and then I tried another one on the 5, and they just didn't work right. But now, because of uh, sim racing, and I even think, did you see when uh, the pandemic came out, like NASCAR was even running on races on ESPN? Did you see that? And then on TNT and all? I mean, on uh, Fox Sports 1? I think I, I I think I might have glanced at it one time or something, but yeah, I didn't really pay a whole lot of attention to it. Well, they had all forty of the drivers simulate the races from their homes, dude, and they all had the simulator set up. And I'll tell you what, when you watch those races, it was like watching it on TV. That's how authentic it was. If you follow, it was literally we were watching it on TV, but it was like watching the real cars race. And I think the last you know four or five years, these simulator wheels have become. Like, I mean, this setup wasn't cheap. It wasn't like break the bank, but it wasn't cheap. But it was, it's, it's really nice, John. Like this, this whole wheel is like belt driven and everything else. You literally feel like you're driving a car. The whole setup. Yeah, yeah, it looks pretty sophisticated. It, uh, like I said, it, it, it looks like they're finally getting to the point where I mean, because the uh, the systems in the arcades have always been pretty cool. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, yeah. well, when you especially if you get to compete against a couple of buddies, that's always been yeah. a lot of fun. So uh, it looks like they're getting uh, probably as sophisticated as that, if not more, right? So. Yeah, the cool part about this one is uh, there was a couple other chairs and all that I looked at. But this chair, this whole system actually folds up like almost like a lawn chair, John. Okay, so yeah, it's not going to take up all of your uh, rec room. Yeah, my so, whole oh, office cool. here. Like yeah, right. Like the whole brake thing is attached and it folds straight up and it'll lean back against where the wheel is if you follow me. And then the chair will actually lean forward on the wheel so you could like slide it aside. But. When it's folded out, it's it, it literally feels like I'm in my car with the cockpit, the way it's all set up here. It's really nice. So Yeah, yeah, it looks cool. I'm enjoying myself. The game came out Friday, so in between my chores, I've been racing like a 54-year-old geek. Oh, there you go. Nothing wrong with that. I could have worse habits, right, John? Yeah, yeah. You got uh, Disney and video games. I think it'd be okay. Well, this is about the last one. I like getting online and racing against people, too. It's a lot of fun. Except for them darn Brazilians. 
<laughs> They're good looking people, but the racers are dirty, John. That's all I got to tell you. <laughs> I love their bathing suits too, John. I don't mind a Brazilian bathing suit, but their, their, their GT drivers are dirty as heck. Well, you know. My wife will hear me in the house. The damn Brazilian cut me off again. <laughs> but anywho, uh, now I heard your trip is being moved, Johnny. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we were going to go at the end of April, but because of uh, uh, how slow February is here with a little or to no overtime, uh, finances weren't allowable for that. So what we did was switch it to uh, the, end, the beginning of September, which is going to be after the summer, after a lot of overtime. I'm busy, busy. Uh, the park should be pretty slow. So it's going to be hot as blazes. But other than that, I think we're going to have a great time. We ended up with a, a one bedroom for six nights at Boardwalk. So that's about everything I could possibly want. Uh -huh. So I'm a happy camper. I'm happy for you. You know what? With this job the way it is, John, this job's supposed to end in August. There you uh, go. I was hoping in the May to get a reprieve from the governor. Like, because... What's happened on this job or on the floors will be done in May, the the rooms. Then what we're going to be doing is these special ADA rooms and the downstairs. So I don't, I was hoping to maybe get a week or two off in between, you know, going to the next phase and be able to come down and maybe hang out with you. So if you're moving it with us working, my, this dev building definitely being done in August, I might try to set something up to be there the same week as you so well that would be that would be a, a lot of fun yeah i might contact our friends over at david's to see if maybe i can get something at the boardwalk oh there you go yeah it's a party thought. room that's a thought and and you got a nice little surprise coming you got a 250 dollars disney gift cards i mailed out uh saturday yesterday so they're on their way for you all right 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 yeah i've got a couple saved already that i uh whenever i have a little bit over time i buy me a 25 dollar one to throw away and put it not throw away but yeah <laughs> basic but to put away uh for the trip so you know i've got a little bit saved there and then i'll have those so I've got a good nest egg going for september that's so. awesome i just got a a couple more from the beautiful wife on valentine's day i went out and counted them I'm sitting on seven and a half bills already in Disney gift cards, John. You know, I think you're good. You know, I think <laughs> if, you took, if you took those, you got you uh, some vacation club rentals, and then maybe even a, a good buddy of yours could probably get you in the park. So I think yeah, I think you'd be set. Yeah, so. I think that would be pretty good. But yeah, I'm sitting on seven fifty. If I go to September, I got Father's Day and my birthday still coming <laughs> up, John. We'll be doing well. I'll, I'll probably yeah, be sitting at a grand by the time we go in September. Yeah, I, the one year I went down with like fourteen hundred dollars in gift cards, John. I was like living large, buddy. I was living large. Yeah, yeah well, you had some good meals. Yeah, I usually whenever we head down, it's usually I'm I'm usually between five and a and a grand in gift cards, which is usually nice. It just feels like even though I paid, we Brenda got them for me for gifts or whatever. Something about paying with the gift cards, you feel like stuff is free, don't you? Yeah, because it's money gone already. You're yeah. not; it's not coming out of your budget, or or you're you know you're not putting yourself in any kind of financial hardship by doing it because it's already been used. Yeah, so. and I ain't I have not uh, bought any for myself yet this year, but I might sneak into a couple of them if uh, if uh, but if we come in September, I might have to grab me a fifty or a hundred here or there and toss in the drawer. There you go. 
So, what's happening at Disney? How's it been? Uh, no chance of getting my, my buddy calls me up. Where's my popcorn bucket? I said, my buddy can't even get into Epcot right now. <laughs> I try, I tried. I can't even get into the park. So, and it's spring break right now. So, or it's going to be next week. I mean, I'll keep an eye out. And if I have an early day and I happen to have time, I'll, I'll try to swing in there. But it's, it's, yeah, I mean, the, the hours I work in six days a week, the last thing I really want to do is hang out at the parks. No, so. I hear you. You might have to do it. My, I wouldn't. You know, I listen to audio books all the time at work, and I'm listening to Wise Guys right now, and it's actually the book. I, you probably li- did you listen to it with the audible? I might have. I might have. It's the actual book of Henry Hill with Goodfellas, yes, but tells yes, the yeah, entire story yep, of it all. Yep, sure did. Well, yep. you 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 might have to do. You might have to get yourself a Karen inside of Epcot to grab a couple buckets and throw them over International Gateway's fence to you, John. <laughs> like Henry did when he was in uh, up at, in Pennsylvania in, in that uh, prison up there. He might have to do the same thing. Maybe you can get a couple popcorn buckets thrown over the gate to you. I'll do like the mayor of Kingstown, put them in tennis balls and knock them over the fence. Right yeah, there. there you go. Uh, so did you ever watch the end of 1883? Yeah, yeah, I've seen all of that. I've seen all of the mayor of Kingstown. I'm, I'm watching a lot of uh, goofy shows. So. Mayor of Kingstown was really good. I enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, it's very dark and gritty, though. There's yeah. not a whole lot of happiness. Or... No. no, it's not. It's not warm and fuzzy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's another one of those. I mean, uh, dude pretty much could go wherever he wanted to and do something else. Why is he, why does he want to stay here? I, uh, I, I don't get it. So yeah. He has no family. I'm another and his mom, but hey, whatever. Yeah, so. well, it's like family ties. Like, why am I paying, staying here paying these taxes? I could be down playing at Disney World paying your taxes. Because we're, yeah. we're all idiots, you tell me. We're yeah. all idiots. But uh, I still haven't watched the end of Bubba. I got Bubba fat. I got to watch the end of that. I keep Man, you're it. slacking on that. Yeah, I Come am. I really, really am. I got to see the end of that. I've been watching this new one called Vikings, the, the new series. Not Vikings, the original. It's uh, Vikings, a newer version. And that's on Netflix. It's the first season of this version, and it's it's pretty good. I'm enjoying it. So, well, that's that's funny because I started uh, Vikings, the old History Channel one today. Okay. So. Well, this is the <laughs> second version of that, but it's actually a new story. Okay. So it's I'll probably pre- watch that after I watch all of this one. So, yeah, it's yeah, pretty good. It's pretty good. And uh, yeah, we've been watching a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but. TV has never been better, and uh, one of the things we're thinking about buying, John, is I've been looking into it. I'm probably going to get it this week or next. We're getting one of those outdoor projectors. Okay. Yeah, because they're not that expensive, and uh, like my godson's kids, like I consider them the grandkids, and my godson and all, me and my me and Brenda were talking how nice it would be to watch a couple movies outside with the bonfire going. So we're thinking about picking one of them up. Yeah, I mean, you guys have some nice uh, nights in the summer and the spring and the fall, so it'd be be nice to put on a Disney movie or something like that and sit out there and watch it. 100%. That's what we were talking about. Like, it would be nice to just, because the one that I'm looking at is uh, total Bluetooth, and it would play everything that's on my phone, and I got all my, everything that's on my TV is on my phone, if you follow me. So we could just be throwing it right up there outside, watch a little Netflix, a little little uh, i could go out there the sixers are going to be making a playoff run i'm, I'm thinking it'll be pretty cool on like a 70 degree night light the bonfire throw the tv on watch a little sixers drink a couple beers how cool does that sound 
Yeah, that sounds really cool. I know uh, on my way home, one of the guys in Bushnell, the, the town itself, before I get out to my house, he's got one. Um, and every Gators game, I drive by there, and he's got like 20, 30 cars parked in his front yard and a game on the garage door. So I have to slow down dramatically and watch a player <laughs> too as I pass. Uh, that, so. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, the one we're looking at, it comes with a 120-foot screen. Or 120 inch screen to bit. It's a big 120 big, foot. Wow. Yeah, it's 100. <laughs> well, it can play a little more, but the screen we're looking to buy is 120 inches, which would be nice. And it's pretty cool the way it sets up. It all sets up with like PVC pipes, and then drops into the, these two wooden like feet, and then you could put like sandbags on either of the feet if you need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's a breezy night, hold yeah. them in place. So yeah, I'm down. We're looking at it, dude, and I'm like my father. If if she even brings it up and like leaning towards it, it's bought already. <laughs> like, like like it's already bought in my mind. It's just deciding the exact one I want. But you know, there you go. I just think it'll be good times. I I we've been really enjoying the fire pit, and what I'll do a lot of times during the fire pit, I put the iPad out there with the Bluetooth speaker. I have the JBL speaker, which. It's cool. Me and Mom's watched a few Philly games out there. It's nice. Yeah, nice. But this would work a hell of a lot better. You know what I'm saying, Johnny? Yeah, yeah. Have yourself a block party for the big games. Yeah, no, Johnny. And a basketball game, yeah. Football, I can't watch that outside. I know, I'll, I'll I know. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Stupid question. Yeah, especially when we're playing Brady and he gets all the rough in the passer calls because somebody slapped him on his butt, you know. I still don't think he's retired. I really don't know. I don't think he is. He keeps saying, uh, it sounds like already he's tired of being home, John. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from some of the articles I've read. But uh, how's the bus been? How's bus life been? Any problems? Well, let's see. Uh, so my stroller problem, Doug. You know, it's all a matter of perspective is what I'm thinking, right? So I'm, I go to the poly one time this morning, and for the first time ever, it was a mom that just, that she couldn't understand why the stroller had to be folded. It just didn't make any sense to her. And it, and it was her and her, I guess, probably her two sisters with one four-year-old daughter that she just did, couldn't understand why the kid had to be out of the stroller and the stroller had to be folded. It is what it is. I'm not driving until you take the kid out. <laughs> it's the way it is. Yeah. So finally got the kid out and she just, it was the biggest inconvenience in the entire world for her to have to do this. Right. I mean, this, 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 uh, seemingly absolutely healthy family with no problems, no issues, staying at the Polynesian. This is her biggest problem of the day. So I take them, get them off the bus. I come back and there's a mother, a father with two teenage girls that had definitely, they were twin teenage girls that definitely had some special needs and they had um, the full size uh, stroller wheelchairs. Mm. And so of course I go to, to put down the, uh, the ramp, you know, to, to uh, strap them in and stuff like that. And the mom says, no, 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 that's not necessary. And she gets the girls out, puts them in the bus and folds the strollers up, lickety split and puts them in. And these, this family, had so much more to deal with than the 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 chick I had, the woman I had dealt with just a little bit ago, and just in so much of a better mood, and just such happier people, and handled their just their life so much better, in my opinion, than the the first woman I ran into. So it really is just a matter of perspective of what is inconvenient to you. 
You know what I mean? Well, so. my, my, my opinion is one was 100% privileged that I everything handed to her entire life and don't want to be told no ever. And the other ones probably understand what it's like to obey laws, go to work, be good people, and do the best they can. That's the difference. Because I just said to her, "Do you wear a seatbelt? Do you do you not rob stores? Do you not do you do you break every law? It's the law of the park. You got to put your straw away. It's a rule. Do you break all rules? Do you not do rules not pertain to you? Yeah, you know, I mean, don't pay when you go to the poly tonight. Just walk out and grab food. Don't pay for it because apparently you don't you don't have to abide by anything. Walk right in the park. Don't have a don't have a magic band on. Tell everybody I'm me. I don't need to do what I'm told." I'm special. Yes. No, people people are horrible like that, John. And I feel bad for you because it's like it's it's un, you don't need the the trouble of it. You really don't. It's like well, I don't get why if you're being told why you can't like do you, does she really think that that these people really think you want to hassle them? Like you got up this morning. Yeah, I know. I, I know. That, this this is make... what I got up for this morning. Yeah. To, to to worry about you folding your stroll. That's yeah. that's my my life goal for the day. It makes me so happy. Yeah, I can see yeah. you now brushing your teeth. <laughs> I can't wait to get to work to yell at people to fold their strollers up. I am such a lucky man to get to do this. I mean, yeah. it's like people are idiots. It's so sad. It's so very sad that they do that to you. But I, I like to ask because I know it's happening in the house spring break. Is it how's the any it's, it's, overcrowded? It's swinging in. It it's not it's not packed yet, but it's definitely on the way. Um, so by the, probably another week or so by usually St. Patrick's day. And I think uh, Easter is late this year. I think Easter is what sometime mid April. Uh, so it's going to be pretty long spring break and pretty warm and probably pretty crowded. So, so let me ask you, as, uh, Anthony would say on the Sopranos, let me ask you, uh, what's the deal with, uh, the mask now? Cause up here, apparently COVID's gone. It's like. Ever since the award season and the Super Bowl came out with all the celebrities and all the big wigs and the state of the union, everything going on, there's no mask. COVID's gone now. So how are you? Are you still the last person in the planet? You and the nurses and doctors still have to wear a mask. Are you the last? <laughs> Driving the bus, I still have to wear the dang uh, the dang mask, uh, just because the uh, federal mandate has not been lifted yet. So the, um, the federal mandate is in effect, but you could sit there and watch the State of the Union and watch every senator and, and, and congressman in the building with no mask on, which yep. is not as safe it's, as John driving the bus. So <laughs> No, and, and, and like you said, I mean, uh, people waiting in Pirates of the Caribbean for yes. an hour, uh, they're every bit as close as they are on my bus, so I don't get the, the significance of the difference, but... I mean, uh, I don't know, but by the 17th or the 18th, that uh, unless that is extended, that's going to be lifted, and, and uh, I'll have a burn party at my house. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. And I'm not saying if you want to wear one, wear one, but I don't understand why they have you. I, I'm like, I might go to Vegas, and uh, they should have bets on who's going to be the last people to wear a mask, Disney bus drivers and transportation or doctors and nurses? <laughs> uh, there's there's some uh i mean when we when we when i went through training we had everything you know i mean there was people you that you had to wear uh face mask and goggles mm -hmm. and, and uh, face shield and everything when you were strapping in wheelchairs and, yeah and that whole bit and so there are still some uh bus drivers that are still doing all of that 
And uh, at this point, it's kind of like, yeah, well, okay. (laughs) But I think it's a bit redundant at this time. But, I mean, yeah, and there's there's some bus drivers that that still wear their masks in the break room. And and what always gets me is you're standing outside by yourself and you got your mask on. (laughs) I don't understand that one. I never have, but okay. Whatever whatever makes you happy, though, you know? I mean, so. Yeah, my favorite one is watching, like, uh, I'll come home and – one of the talk shows will be on that mom's watching, and everybody in the audience has to wear a mask, but everybody on the stage, they, they don't need one. It's beautiful. They're all in a building. It's, it's just like it, it all comes with a lot of it with privilege. So if you're you're a celebrity, you don't COVID don't pertain to you. It's just the peons out in the audience that have to wear a mask. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. It's just it's ridiculous. But hopefully you get yours off soon because – if nobody else getting on the bus is wearing one, why do you need to wear one? Yeah, and uh, well, no, everybody that's on the bus has yeah. to wear one. But I'm so, saying, like, I'm, I'm, my point, yeah. But everybody gets on there, and then they go into pirates ride the train, yeah, go and in, they don't, and they don't have to wear one. It's just so, stupid. Yeah. It just absolutely makes no sense to me, and that's what makes everyone that that's been the whole time, both parties the entire time since this pandemic has been out. Nobody knows what the rules are, John. No, no, it's very unspecific. So there I'm just, it, it seems like it's really dwindling down. I hope so. And and honestly, I, it, as uh, the world turns right now, I think there's probably other stuff to worry about. So yeah, well, I don't even want to get into that. Just pray for yeah. everything that's going on over there. It's crazy, and pray for all of us. With uh, by this time next week, John, I might go out and buy a horse. <laughs> I was thinking uh, today when I filled up this morning that it was a good thing when I went full time at Disney. I decided to trade in my uh, Chevy Equinox that got 26 miles to the gallon and get my little Scion that had that gets about 38 because I probably would have had to quit by now. I mean, it, it's it's I'm spending thirty dollars more a week than I was three weeks ago. So yes, yeah. yeah. and more and more and more every week. Oh yeah, then go to the grocery store. I spent a. We already went shopping during the middle of the week, and I went shopping yesterday to grab odds and ends, and I'm going out the door $194 of odds and ends. It's it's just nuts. <laughs> it's it's uh, absolutely... You you're walking out with like four bags, and yeah, what the it's... hell did I spend on four well, bags? Perfect example. These treats that my dog loves, they used to be $2.99 a bag. Now they're $5.89 for the same bag. And I feel like it's like potato chips, lesser in it. Oh, potato chips are horrible, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, seriously. It's like a, it, it's like they took the really small bags and poured one of them into the big bag and then sealed it up. And it, and it makes no sense. I mean, and you always look on the bag and it says uh, uh, product based on volume weight, not on bag size or something. Well, then put it in a smaller bag. Yeah. Why do you have to have a ginormous bag to yeah. have the bottom third or a bottom quarter usually actually have stuff in it? Nah, like these, we're over $4 a gallon here in, and for gas in New Jersey. And it, 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 we used to be the cheapest state in the union and it's, it's ridiculous now. Yeah. Between gas and food, John, I'm spending an extra, uh, in the last year and a half, I'm spending an extra $1,500 a month to live. Yeah, 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 pretty much. And it's awesome. It's awesome. I mean, if we all had an electric car, I'd be okay with it, but I don't. And and the thing is, even if we all got one, where are you charging them? And what it and the thing is, the the the, the factories that make the electric are ran by oil. 
<laughs> to make the power to make the electricity, if you get what I'm saying, John. Yeah, and then I I actually listened to a special a couple of a couple of months ago about the uh, strip mining they have to do to get to make the batteries yeah. for the electric cars. That's not exactly the best thing for the environment either. No, it's so horrible. It's a no win situation. You're like, it's just it, <laughs> there really is no good thing here. It's horrible, and and I'm American Indian, so I read a ton about it and. Like, even with the pipelines and stuff like that, everybody's trying to say it was uh, because the Native Americans uh, didn't want a lot of it. No, they didn't want it going on certain parts of their land because it ruined the beauty of their land. But if you talk to an Indian, they would rather have the pipeline than they would the boats going up and down their rivers because the boats constantly leak oil. And if a boat does leak, there's no stopping it. If a pipeline leaks, you shut it off. You get what I'm saying? You can cut that part of it off like a shutoff valve. There's no shutoff valve on a boat when it leaks. And most no, boats, and, and most boats, when they talk about those oil, the boats, the, the oil carriers, most of them weep anyway. They're none of them are 100 percent sealed. If you get what I'm saying, John. And then the motors yeah, pollute yeah. and everything else like that. It's it's just right now. I'm I'm just crying every time I I have a little Kia Soul, uh, and 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 I get 33 with that, and I'm spending like 70 a week to go to work, and that alone. My wife's another 40 to 50 a week, so we're 120 a week. We're 500 a month in gas, John, to go to work. Yeah, yeah that's about where I am, going six days a week. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's pretty steep. No, it's crazy. So, speaking of crazy, Johnny, who's this person over here at uh, the making of D309 conversational characters aboard Star Wars, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser? I'll be honest. I watched a lot of the preview reviews on it, and most of the people who are in Disney's pocket, it was the greatest thing since sliced bread. But there was a lot of people saying, "I cannot imagine why I would spay and spend this kind of money for a weekend." Have you heard them, John? No, I haven't. I haven't. I actually got the uh, our local channel news uh special recorded at home i'm gonna have to watch it it's an hour long special on it so i'm gonna watch that and stuff like that so no i all i've seen is the reviews from people that um obviously got it for free and enjoyed it and had a blast and all that good stuff so now i haven't seen any anybody paying it yet or really not have a good time so i haven't listened to lou yet and the reason being is is i've had a sour well you already know that one don't you yeah but i'm afraid to listen to it because i i'm afraid he's gonna say listen I gave him an extra fifteen hundred when I left. It was so awesome, and I I say yeah. you guys do the same. It was that great. I mean, literally, if I was you, I would take a second mortgage out on the house and go here. It's worth it. It is really worth. It. You got to pay for it for twenty years. It is so worth it. Couldn't you see that, John? DVC or uh, the two dates at the uh, Galactic Star Cruiser. Let's do the Galactic Star Cruiser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a better deal. Yeah, I well, I believe he'd say that. Uh, what are we here? What are we seeing here? Walt Disney Imagineering has released a new video offering insight into the creation. Am I boring you, John? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a long day. <laughs> you sound like you're yawning on my reading. Walt Disney Imagineering has released a new video offering insight into the creation of D three oh nine conversational character. That is part of the cabin aboard the Galactic Star Cruiser. Have you seen this person yet, John? No, I have not. It's kind of it's one of the droids. It kind of reminds you of seat seat three PO a little bit, John. Okay. 
And here from John Snooty, Executive R&D Technology and Engineering, Doug Fidello, Director of Research Lab at Disney Research, and Leslie Evans Imagineering, they are all part of it. They show a video, and what it does is, welcome to your room, and it gives, it's it's basically like you're in cabin butler, the way the, the droid talks to you, which is pretty cool. It greets you, says hello, gives you the down low on everything about your room, and your itinerary. Can you call him Carson? You could if you wanted to. Okay, that'd make me happy. But it is, it's pretty cool. I do like the idea that it adds to the whole experience. You, It's like a big, it's like an intercom screen, John, and he shows up. It has a screen with the intercom, intercom and you can interact back and forth with the, with the droid. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that sounds pretty neat. Not $6,000 neat, but <laughs> it's pretty cool. Uh, Epcot World Showcase concrete improvements moved to the Japan Pavilion. They're just pouring concrete all over World Showcase now, Johnny. Well, there were there were spots that had some nice cracks and stuff in there, so I guess it all has to be redone at some point. Yeah, I like the fact that uh, they do paint it and make it look old and and blend it all in eventually. But right now, the newer spots kind of stand out like a sore thumb. Yeah, 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 I would imagine. So, but yeah, concrete going on around the Japan Pavilion. Uh, they even have more lighting around Spaceship Earth, John, which really looks cool. I mean, it's kind of this one here that they're showing. It kind of looks almost like tie dye on it, John. Yeah, I, I every time I go in early, 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 I, I see it and I think of you and how much you would you would get excited to see it when I'm pulling in. And I'm like, I'm gonna take a picture and send it to him, and then I look at the clock and I go, Nah, if I don't want to text him, four fifteen. So no, not four fifteen, but you can take a picture of it. Maybe text me later on in the day. It would make me smile. All right, um, I'll try to get one tomorrow morning because I'll be there early, early, early tomorrow. So. Yeah, one of our me and one of me and Brenda's best parts of the last trip, except for being with you and Judith and you, uh, Lisa, Judith, and Tommy, was me and Brenda. The one night leaving, we left Epcot. We actually drove because I rarely park in the front of Epcot, but it was so beautiful. Like we, I can I probably turned around fifty times to look back at the ball, John, because how beautiful it looked the whole way going to the car. So, uh. Orange County, home to Walt Disney World, drops to COVID-19 community levels to medium. So it's dropping, dropping, dropping. Disney Cruise Line will further relax mask requirements on ships effective March 11th. Dude, if they relax mask requirements on a ship, you guys better have yours dropped. Yeah, I would hope so. <laughs> I mean, that's a little more of an enclosed environment than my 10-minute bus ride from Animal Kingdom to Hollywood Studios. So. Yeah, it says Disney Cruise Line will be adjusting its mask policy effective March 11, 2022 to further reduce the use of masks when indoors. Uh, for sailing uh, for sailing originating from U.S. ports of departure beginning March 11th, phase coverage will be optional in most indoor locations throughout Disney ships. So, get online, read the full itinerary, all the rules. If you're doing taking a cruise, you know, make sure you read everything because whatever the rules are, Disney are sticklers with their rules. They don't have gray areas, really. Fold your strollers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's ever going to happen, John. Yeah, no. 
Uh, what do we have here? Uh, character meet and greets. Drop physical distancing at Disneyland Paris, John. So you can go up and hug Mickey Mouse now in Paris. Hey, I'm I'm hoping it gets to that point by. Uh, all I care is that it gets to that point by my anniversary date, July 8th of this year, because I'm going to have my five year certificate. And there's I've been planning for three and a half years to get my certificate, my new five year pin, and go get a picture with Mickey Mouse. And I don't want to be standing seven feet in front of him when I get the picture. So, no, you know I what I mean? To be either. So, I mean, I, I got my first one. Uh, who did I take my one year uh, picture with? Any any guesses there, Doug? Wasn't it Goofy? No, I gave you a good hit, though. Who was it? What do, I didn't hear you. What did you say? Doug? Yeah. Doug? Yes. Doug? Yes. It's Doug. Oh, <laughs> i tried i tried man i really oh, did. that's right doug yeah that's right the, yeah I, now i remember i got that yeah. The, yeah way to trick me and make me sound stupider than i already am no but i, I do rem- i do remember that now because you were working over there at the animal yep. kingdom yep 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 so uh see all the 2022 epcot international flower and garden festival topiaries i think our good buddy uh robbie's headed there for uh in may john so you might be able to see him but flower garden will be in full bloom then i i I, that's the one reason i wanted to go i love the flower and garden festival i think that's my favorite festival yeah i I think i agree me and lisa are gonna make our way over there at least one day for that so uh we agreed that if we're gonna postpone our trip we've got to get over it for at least a day so we're probably gonna make a day trip sometime before it gets blazing hot so but now we'll probably wait until after spring break. So probably mid-April, end April, we'll head over. So. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah, and I, the topiaries look beautiful. I mean, if you're headed down, I every time I go there, because I've been to Flower and Garden, I don't know, 15, 20 times, John. That was, you know, it's one of our favorite times of years ago. And uh, first time we ever went down was in April, April 6th, the week of April 6th, so in 97. And every year we've ever gone there, the topiaries have always blown me away. I, Disney, you got to give them credit. They do do a beautiful job on on them. And they're always yeah, so goes, intricate and different. That goes all the way back to uh, the monorail line from the Ticket and Transportation Center to uh, uh, the Magic Kingdom. And there, between there and Contemporary, when you, when you first take off, there used to be uh, probably seven or eight big topiaries that were underneath the monorail beam. And they were like my mom's favorite thing when, when we, when I was a kid, probably 77, 78, 79, then at that time of going and she'd look down and, and she was just enthralled with, uh, the topiaries and that road that runs from ticket transportation center where the buses turn in and stuff and go there and then back out to world drive to get to the magic kingdom. It's still called, topiary lane but there are no topiaries on it anymore so i I don't know why they they ever removed them because it was really cool so especially that the name is still topiary lane yeah 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 i mean i i can guarantee you that 99 percent of the bus drivers don't know why that's called topiary lane anymore but i do so i'm rather proud of myself that's a shame good little history lesson there john yeah yeah Oh, I wanted to ask you, and now speculation, speculation is reservation system is never going to go away. 
do you think it will ever go away or do you think we are locked into having to make park reservations from here on out i think we're i i i i pray to god it goes away but i think they're going to keep it that way I think I think they will too. Um, and Once you I give heard, control to them, yep, they don't want to relinquish yeah. it. Re- I have heard no rumors. I have heard no, this is just me speculating, but I honestly believe it, they really enjoy having a guesstimate of how many people are going to be in the park, and that gives them a much better indication of. I mean, they always know approximately. Obviously, you know how many guests are on property, and then uh, based on the time of year and stuff like that how many tickets have been sold and they can get a good idea. But with the reservation system, they probably, you know, they're within probably 5% of the total uh, amount of people in a park every day. And so that gives a better ability to have the um, correct amount of cast members and stuff like that. So I doubt if we ever see it go away at this point. Well, especially with Cheapy Chapik running it, because it also gives them the information on, how many uh, Mickey bars to bring in? How much of this? They can go. They yep. can go off of yep. because, if if say I'm just giving a number, if ten thousand people are in the park, and I know it's way more than that, they know forty five percent of them. Forty five percent of those people would buy a Mickey bar, so they know how many to keep and not have to overstock or lose a nickel on anything. Once you give control, they don't ever want to lose it. Yeah. Yeah, so I, 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 and I dislike it severely, because, especially as a cast member, because we can, right now I can't make reservations outside the month of March. I can't well, even look at the calendar to get an idea if I can go in April right now, and it's frustrating. So, well, I think it's a hundred percent bullcrap for locals. Like you can't. Oh, one day, uh, like with me, working union, if I'm down there or I'm working for myself, and somebody calls me up and says, "Listen, Doug, you can't come by the house today because such and such." Oh, I'll go to the park. Well, you can't do that. There's no spontaneity anymore with with the parks, and it's very sad. No, and that would have been that would. I mean, if me and Lisa had moved back, that certainly would have been in our wheelhouse. You know, oh well, I got home at three o'clock today, and I don't have to be to work tomorrow until eleven. Hey, let's go over for dinner, or let's go walk around the Flower and Garden Festival, or something. And now you can't do that. I mean, you know, and even if I had, even if we had annual passes, we still wouldn't be able to do it. So. Yeah, I mean, for uh, locals, that's got to be extremely frustrating. You have to plan your trip out weeks in advance rather than doing anything spur of the moment. Well, it would really piss me off, too, if I have an annual pass and with all the blackout dates and stuff like that, and you're still charging me that kind of money. With that, the money money that you pay for those annual passes, you should be able to go whenever the hell you want. And that's sad. Or just then Disney, just tell them you're not selling them. You only want the people that are paying for a 10 day stay to come. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, really, frankly, they they want the first time they want the first time uh, visitor, and then they want the repeat visitor that is so enamored with the place that they forgive anything else. But they really want that first time visitor. That's who they love. So. Yeah. Well, I know they don't want me anymore. No, well, they certainly don't want me. I'm a cast member. Right? I own DVC. It's paid off. So <laughs> they really don't want us. So. No, but it's it's pathetic. It really is. But, I mean, Doug, you can tell, I can tell every time I work at Disney Springs, and I think I've told you this before, I can tell that the majority of people, that even the majority of people driving to Disney Springs are first-time people driving or going to Disney, and especially going to Disney Springs, is because uh, 
everybody that's been there more than twice knows that when you park in that garage, you have to park on the second floor to take the the escalator down. Yeah. So you, the closest parking spaces are on the second floor. But the first floor fills up the first every day. Every day it fills up first. And so that tells you that more they don't know. And no. so they're first-time visitors, and that's who they want. Yeah. No, it's sad. It's it's sad the way uh, they treat the uh, annual pass holders, in my opinion. And DVC owners. Uh, it's sad. I mean, it, it's sad the way they treat all of us loyalists, you know. Because I know they don't want me. I'm going to come back because I'm addicted, and I've said it a hundred times. If I wasn't, it wouldn't be my choice anymore. But it is now because I can't walk away from it. Uh, Some sad stuff. We touched a little bit on it earlier, but... Walt Disney Company has released a statement in response to the crisis, the crisis in U- Ukraine. Given the un- unprovoked invasion of Ukraine and the tragic humanitarian crisis, we are pausing the release of the theatrical film in Russia, theatrical films in Russia, including the upcoming Turning Red from Pixar. We will make future business decisions based on the evolving situation. In the meantime, given the scale of the emerging refugee crisis, we are working with our NGO partners to provide urgent and other humanitarian assistance to the refugees. Uh, Walt Disney Company statement. Uh, whatever Disney does to help out is a good thing. It's a nice thing. So, I feel horrible for the Ukrainian people. I don't understand what the hell Putin's thinking, but who the hell does, right? Yeah, at this point, I, I I don't know if the Russian people themselves understand what Putin's thinking. So. No, and on one hand, you feel bad for, like, you, you're happy that Disney's refusing to release this. But on the other hand, maybe some of the good people that are still there could use a distraction, if you follow me. Yeah, yeah I suppose. I don't know. And, and it's it's hard to know what, as a... Uh, a normal American, what should we be boycotting or what can we do to, to help it? I mean, other than, you know, just uh, supplying some money or whatever for humanitarian aid, but I don't know that down here, Publix has yanked all the Russian vodka off their shelves, but I don't know if that really means anything. You know? So I don't know. Now the biggest thing means anything is we're still getting 60% of our oil from them. Yeah, there you go. Which is ridiculous. But, but and and it, we're doing that, and our prices are still at four dollars a freaking gallon. Yeah, so, yeah, I, it, yeah. Because barrels went up across the world because the supply yeah, they yep, can't. Yep. Yeah, so we pay. It's like you know, just let's be independent. We we need to be independent from everything. We don't need to be buying everything from everybody. In my that's my opinion. And and as long as we are, we'll be behooved to everybody else. And that's the sad part. Like, we're behooved to Disney for our vacation, John. <laughs> yeah. Not the truth. Yes. So, anyhow, new local green Atlanta healthy option food truck coming to Disney Springs in March, John. Ooh, more plant-based offerings? Ooh. Yeah. I like certain ones. I just don't, I don't like plant-based crap that tells me it's sausage or, or, or hamburgers. If you just tell me. I agree. If it's a salad or, or you know, uh, a uh, roasted vegetable sandwich, yeah, yes, I'll that's go fine. with that. Yeah, just yep, don't, yeah, just don't try to, you know, pour water on my leg and you know what kind of water I'm talking about and tell me it's raining. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Don't, don't give me plant based chorizo and tell me it's sausage. It's not. It's no, really, it's not. No, just say this is, just try it. It's made from plants. <laughs> I'm good with this. 
Disney Springs will welcome new food truck in March 2022 with the arrival of a local local Green Atlanta. Local Green Atlanta helps to offer a healthy alternative to fast food, including vegan, vegetarian, and oh my goodness, this screen is jumping. Pescatarian menu items. The screen was going up, down, up, and down. I don't know what the hell was going on with it. I'll tell you what, though. The food looks fresh and delicious, but... Well, the pescatarian offerings, I'm certainly okay with. That's all seafood and stuff, so we'll we'll definitely uh, have our fair share of that. The company says on their website, our focus is is to shine the light on nutrient-dense fruit and vegetables. Therefore, we serve mostly plant-based menu. With our vegan, vegetarian, and pescatarian menu options, we strive to appeal to the taste of the urban palate while providing cuisine rich in fiber, health, fats, vitamins, and other nutrients. So let's see if I can see. I'll tell you what. The corn, they have a corn on the cob here. It looks very good. Menu items at the Atlanta location that may be offered at Disney Springs. Cajun air fries, 70-80% less calories than French fried fries. I like an air fryer food. I'd try them, wouldn't you, John? I like potatoes. Uh, Rapper's Delight, salmon Philly, grilled fresh salmon, grilled Trinity pepper mix, mushrooms, onion, melted vegan mozzarella, drizzled with liquid gold sauce and a French bri- on a French brioche roll. I would tell them to leave the melted vegan mozzarella off, and <laughs> and uh, I would be good with that. I don't. I really don't want mozzarella on salmon, John. It, it just no. Me. I don't want any type of. I mean, there's there's some very few fish offerings that go with cheese. That just is not a appetizing combination to me. I love both, but I like them separately. Yeah, so. I don't want cheese on any of my seafood, John. Like, no, even when you go no to- I can't see it. Even when you go to McDonald's back in the day, you gr- I don't want a cheese on my filet of fish, John. I really don't. Just give me fish. Uh, oh, boy, classic vegan Beyond cheeseburger. Four, here you go, John. This is yours. Four-ounce soy-free Beyond meat patty. Beefsteak tomatoes. Vegan mayo. Vegan melted cheese. Gourmet pickles. Green leaf lettuce. Onions. Ketchup and mustard on a vegan brioche bun. To me, it sounds like they're putting the ketchup, mustard, and everything else on here to to put it, to kill the taste of the burger. Uh, I'll take a tomato sandwich. Yeah, I, oh, dude. deal without all that other crap on there. Though. Oh, uh, dude, Jersey tomato sandwich on toast with with a little salt, little pepper, and a little mayo. I'm in heaven. Yep, yep, yeah, I agree. Uh, sometimes a fresh tomato sandwich you can't be beat. Nope, so. especially on a hot day, John. Yeah, yeah. Dumbo Mexican street corn. Well, and I, I we've talked about this before. If you don't know street corn, corn is vegan, a vegetable. You're nuts. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. But it says vegetarian, elote corn of cob, vegan lime mayo, grated Parmesan cheese, and a Mexican lime seasoning. That sounds really good. I wouldn't mind trying that, and it looks really good. Yeah, Mexican street corn is very, very good. So. Yeah, so I I'd be willing to give a I, I like like I said I would be willing to try that salmon, but I tell them please no mozzarella on my 
It's blasphemy to put mozzarella cheese on on any kind of seafood, in my opinion. Even even a vegetarian vegan offering of mozzarella, just it, no, no, nothing, nothing resembling cheese yeah. on my fish, please. Yeah, let me give you this mahi mahi with uh, cheddar cheese on it, John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that just sounds disgusting, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, we got the mahi mahi with the vegan cheddar on it, John. I mean, come on, man. Uh, I don't know. I just wanted to give a little shout out too to our good buddy Jim Tucker. He's constantly retweeting our stuff. We really appreciate it, Jim. You're a good friend, fam, friend and family of the show. He is indeed really nice guy. Yeah, he is. Even though he probably roots for the Crimson Tide, I'll forgive him for that. Uh, I think it's a law if you live in Alabama, you have to. Yeah, I, th- I think it's a birthright. I think they tattoo the A on you, don't they? <laughs> Pretty much, and then I think you have to get it removed if you. But by God, root for Auburn. That's that's like a, the. Oh, I guess you can get away with it, but they're not very happy about it. Oh, geez. If you're staying at the Grand Floridian, they're going to give you money back for sure. Uh if you're staying at the Grand Floridian, watercraft services from Walt the, from the Grand Floridian to the Magic Kingdom will be interrupted from March third. <laughs> From March 3rd, 2022, as maintenance takes place on the dock areas. Boat transportation closures will take place between 11.45 a.m. and 3.15 p.m. With monorail transportation and walkway remaining open, open, open for guests needing to travel to and from the Magic Kingdom. I'm surprised... I'm surprised that Disney don't put like a little toll booth in over there on the walkway and charge you like a dollar each way. Uh, well, I remember last week they were building something along there. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. They like it. It automatically hits your uh, magic band every time you walk by. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, I mean, they need the money, guy. They really do. So, but yeah, if you're headed out there, uh, they're gonna have boat service delayed certain hours of the day. And I know it sounds stupid, like eleven forty-five to three fifteen is no big deal. But to me, for that kind of money, it's a big deal. Put the spotlights out there, Disney, and work on the god darn thing during after the park hours are closed. But that would cost them money. And um, and the thing is, John, when all the years I went down there, they did a lot of construction at night because of the heat. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I've seen a lot of workers working early in the morning till late at and then start at night shift because of the heat in the summer. So. Yeah, they did a lot of. Uh, they actually did a lot of the Tron light cycle run and a lot of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy stuff. At night, uh, when I was working backstage at Epcot, then I'd see him come in uh, 9, 10 o'clock at night. Makes a lot of sense, honestly, because, uh, yeah, the summers here are brutal. So, Yeah, so I don't understand why they couldn't put a couple of those uh, lights out there and uh, work on it during the night. And I mean, like I said, it sounds petty, it sounds crybaby-ish, but it would, it would be... They would be the times that I'd want to take the boat. <laughs> would be my <laughs> life. You know what I'm saying. Uh, Doug just had lunch. He's ready to go. It's 12:40. Yeah. Let's get. Let's jump on the boat. Oh no! Exactly. Uh, Disney names new chief digital and technology offer as the company expands its digital service. So they name him a new officer. His name is Yosemite Sam, John. Wow. <laughs> Gail Evans is joining the Walt Disney Company as the new 
Executive Vice President, Chief Digital and Technology Officer. I wonder if they got that on her door, John. That's a whole lot of, that's a big mouthful. <laughs> a lot of stuff to put on the plaque. Yeah. Evans previously worked at the asset management firm Mercer and Chief Digital as Chief Digital Officer, and prior to that held the position at Microsoft Studios, Hewlett Packer, and then Bank of America as Chief Digital and technology offer Gail is based, will be based in Orlando and report to Josh DeMarco, chairman of Disney Parks, experiment and products. Another, another money grubber. The, DeMarco, not her. The appointment comes at the time Disney is leaning more and more on digital solutions to increase revenue and expand its offering. Recent examples of Disney digital endeavors include the launch of Disney Genie Plus, which contributes to domestic par Disney parks recording their highest revenue to record. So they're robbing us even more. Why Why wouldn't it be the highest revenue to record? You're already charging us for our darn park pass, and then you're going to whack everybody over the head an extra $15 a person. I mean, why wouldn't it be highest revenue, John? So uh, she, might be the one, she might be the one setting the toll booths up, John. <laughs> there you go well again i wouldn't be surprised i don't know why i'm waiting for it. i've said to you a million times why don't they have i'm surprised when they redid the new signs that they didn't put on the easy pass to go in and out of there to whack you over the head as you're going in and out the park every time you run to and from target john they whack you over the head for an easy pass going in and out of the park property bing, bing. i mean we laugh but would you be shocked uh, yeah, that one I probably would be. <laughs> Why? With all Uber and everything else, all these people going in and out that aren't there, that they're not making money off of, why wouldn't they make everybody easy pass in and out of property? It wouldn't shock me, John. It really wouldn't. I'm not even making a joke here now. I don't know. Uh, I'm just waiting for them to start charging for parking at Disney Springs. They haven't done that yet, so I think well, that's coming first. So. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if the same... Meter went in all places. Uh, what else we have here? Sneak peek at Turning Red, now open at Walt Disney Presents at Disney's. Uh, that's over at uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios. I mean, I don't know what this. I mean, I don't know if I'm gonna like this or not, John. I saw a couple of previews. It looks cute. Looks funny, but uh, slightly, you know. I mean, but I, I don't know if it's got quite the heart that some of the other stuff movies have had. But it's hard to base just on a three or a two minute preview that I saw. So, I mean, the character looks cute. I'm just wondering, and it's going to Disney Plus. So, I'm looking for. I, I'm gonna watch it. I, I, I mean, Pixar's doing it, and and in my opinion, Pixar to me has like a ninety percent approval rating on all their everything they've done there's been a couple duds that i haven't liked but for the most part i i i like everything that pixar does yeah they've got a pretty good track record uh what else do we have here new strawberry cheesecake cannoli is a nice dessert dessert at pizza rizzo so if that's if that gets a good review i think that's the only thing at pizza rizzo that ever got a good review That'd be the only thing you need to get then. Get the pizza. I'll tell you what, dude. It looks like a big pile of, of sugar. <laughs> it really does. I mean, it looks good, but 
Holy moly, Johnny. It has sprinkles and everything on it. I mean, does does a cannoli really need sprinkles on it, like colored sprinkles? They come with a insulin shot. I don't know. It's five twenty nine. Among the new spring snacks available at Disney Hollywood Studios is a strawberry cheesecake cannoli from Pizza Rizzo. Uh, it looks like I said. It looks good. And like you said, we shall. The shell wasn't bad. It was crunchy, crunchy and baked well. We got hints of cinnamon with every other bite. How the hell did that happen? Every other bite. Uh, the white chocolate dri dipped ends with rainbow sprinkles added sweet chocolate flavor to the shell. Jeez, ooh. The strawberry cheesecake filling is very cheesecake flavor forward with a strawberry coming in at the end. I mean, cheesecake, chocolate, vanilla, sprinkles. Holy moly, what's the sugar content on this thing? 4,000 calories. Jesus. Like drinking five cans of soda at one sitting. Uh, new Peter Pan. New Peter Pan United Kingdom merchandise flies into Epcot. I haven't uh -oh, seen. Uh oh, if they got new Tinkerbell stuff, I know who's going to be happy. Yeah, Judith. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> You know what? I kind of hope there is because I might have a shot at getting a popcorn bucket. Because if Judith wants something, I know you'll find. Oh, a way yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. I see. Yeah, well, Judith needs something. I definitely got to get in there. The one shirt says, "Believe you can fly. Believe you can touch the sky. Every night and day." Oh, I gotta stop. But anyway, there's a Peter Pan one. It says, uh, "Believe you can fly." It's over at the festival market. It's at the festival market. It's in a little kiosk, John. And they do have a, a yellow tank shirt, John, that I... Two yellow ones. One's like a long sleeve, one's a short. And I think Judith might be... Someone's knocking on the door. Somebody's ringing the bell. She's going to be calling you, John. <laughs> uh, oh, there's another gray one here that has pixie dust all over it, John. Think happy thoughts. You you can fly, pixie dust. Oh, oh Judith's going to be calling you, Johnny. Especially if she can't get down there in the next week, couple weeks. She's going to need you. Oh, my favorite. It's my favorite. All right. Color is sparkle. And that has uh, tink on it, John. Oh, you're in trouble. You're going to have to break into Epcot, or you're definitely going to have to get your tennis balls and get somebody to tie one of these shirts up to it. Yeah, we'll be having to do some shopping here. So, yeah, hear that, Johnny? You might get your you might get your popcorn bucket, buddy. You can thank <laughs> Judith. Uh, what else do we have here, John? I don't see much more. Uh, just a bunch of more merchandise. 50th theme, the Mardi Gras Parade shines. So, around Beast Castle. Annual pass holders, first class ticket drink at Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar. That's pretty cool looking. It's an old metal cup, John. It kind of reminds you of one of the cups that would have been on uh, Game of Thrones, John. No, oh, very nice. Yeah, I would like to have that. Annual pass yeah, holders, yeah. Annual pass holders exclusive. First class ticket drink at Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar at Disney Springs. 
Attention pass holders, head over to Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar at Disney Springs and treat yourself to a first class ticket drink. Available exclusively for Walt Disney World annual pass holders. We certainly took advantage of this perk. Keep on reading for a review of the specialty drink. It's $15. It's a mule with tangerine, Bacardi, lime juice, and ginger beer, John. See, that's the problem. I don't like the, I don't like the Moscow mules. I don't like the uh, ginger beer. I'm not a fan you, of ginger. I'll tell you what. I'd tell them to pour it into another glass and give me the mug. Because I love the Stein. I mean, I love the little beer cup, John. I really do. So I would want the cup. The drink myself, I'd tell them to put a, a Bud Light in it. <laughs> there you can. go. Uh, can you put a highlight in there, please? A J a J. Uh, oh, now they got Disney's Pixar turning red. Thirst quenching panda aid at Epcot's it's celebrating turning red. They got a they got panda aid, John. In a cup, a classic cup. It's six. It's six dollars and fifty cents. Coconut pomegranate lemonade with pomegranate bo boba pearls. They love the boba pearls, don't they? Yeah, that stuff's all over the place. It's like avocado toast. I'll tell you what, I'd get this for Brenda. She'd probably like it because she loves it. And I, I like coconut, so I would get it just for the uh, the free the free glass, John. Well, it ain't free. It's $6.50, but it's pretty cool. It's probably plastic. Yeah, you get a souvenir. Yeah, it's probably plastic, but at least it's something. With the way they're charging for any of the, everything else now, you got to try to find your ways, like the popcorn buckets and everything else, to keep as your souvenirs anymore. Popcorn buckets and the resort mugs. Although the resort mugs are what twenty bucks. Oh uh, yeah, twenty bucks, and uh, you got to give it away in Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. You got to be a donor to the parks. I don't see anything else, Johnny. So, what's your schedule this week? Uh, I got a couple of early days, and then I've got Wednesday and Saturday are mid-afternoon. I think I go in at one forty-five both days. So, what? Uh, next Sunday, you don't have that one yet, right? Uh, so, you know, Sunday I think is somewhat early. I think I go in at ten, maybe nine thirty. Um, Saturday, I would, I, I, it would be. If, you, if you're free Saturday morning, we can record on the way in because I don't go in probably until 10, 30, or 11. Um, and then Sunday, I think I'm off at probably 5, 30 or so. Okay. Oh, I'll talk to Bren, Bren, and maybe uh, we could do something about that Saturday morning. All righty. So, there's been some reviews on the... Uh, the uh, different things at the food and the, the flower and garden festival and everybody is very happy with a lot of the offerings they said some of the offerings are bigger so uh, i'd be i i really wish we were there like this is the one of the things that makes me jealous because it's about the only thing they don't charge you more for is eating at the kiosks i mean the foods will, i mean give or take a buck that ain't the end of the world but uh, at least it, that that's one of the fun things that I could still do that I don't feel like I'm being atta uh, bent over a barrel and my wallet being stolen from me, if you follow me. Yeah, so far there's no Fast Passes or Genie Plus for the food kiosks. So. 
Yeah, well, don't give them any ideas, John. Yeah. Hey, uh, I saw something today that I wanted to make sure to mention. Um, so if you're, I, I was doing Park to Park, uh, Hollywood Studios to Animal Kingdom. And if you're standing there and you're waiting for an Animal Kingdom bus or the Magic Kingdom bus leaving Hollywood Studios or any of the other parks, and you see over in the charter lot, you see the uh, Shades of Green bus come in. The Shades of Green bus, a lot of them leave Hollywood Studios and go directly to Animal Kingdom before they go back to Shades of Green. But if you are not a resident of, or you're not staying at Shades of Green, do not attempt to get on that bus. Uh, that place is run by the Department of Defense, and you have to have a military ID and a room key to get on board that bus. So you're wasting your time trying to get on that bus if you do not have your military ID. So just just so you know. So. Yeah, I tried to uh, I've tried to get that point across to a couple people I've helped rent there. And I stayed there, and I've told them, man, make sure you, because it's kind of like with me with a travel agent. I have to have my add a card to check into the, when I book it, any of the Disney hotels under my travel agent perks. If I don't have that card, I can't stay. Yep. And if you show up at the parks, it's kind of like you better have your military ID on you. You're not getting in. It's that yeah, simple. Yeah. So. And you're not getting back on that bus. So, yeah, and if you are staying at Shades of Green, don't lose your ID. Uh, you're, you'll not be getting back. <laughs> so. No, you, yeah. So that's a good tip, John, because uh, some people leave and they're not thinking about what they're bringing or d taking with them. And sometimes you – and the thing is, if, if I could see it happening if you stayed at all the other resorts and you never get carded and then – you're staying with somebody that has military military credentials and you stayed at the other resorts, you wouldn't think about having to bring your ID with you because you never need it on any of the other buses for any of the other resorts. Yep. Yeah. 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 And I saw, you know, just some regular guests like, uh, uh, for example, they were, you know, they were supposed to be getting on my bus going to animal kingdom. Uh, but I wasn't loading yet. So they ran over to try to get on the shades of green. And if you're not a, if you don't have, military id you can't just use that bus like you can use our buses you know what i'm saying yeah. it's a specialized bus so now and and like i said i could just see somebody that's going down 10 15 times and stayed at other resorts yeah yep. and all of a sudden they're staying there and they're thinking no i don't need no id and yeah you do or you're gonna get a, a big surprise a new banana fudge lunchbox tart at Disney, at uh, the new snack place over at Toy Story Land, so that looks pretty cool. Where are you at now, John? Where are you parked? Uh, I'm still cruising through Center Hill, passing by your wonderful meatpacking plant. Oh. It's amazing how much clearer you come in. Uh, you've got broken up maybe one time for like 30 seconds. Yeah, it's really bizarre because this is one of the smallest little towns out here, but they must have a there must be a tower right here. So, well, the difference was we're not using Skype; we're doing yeah, straight to the phone, and you get so much better reception with the phone. Uh, lavender Martini refreshes the refreshment port at Epcot. Have you ever had a lavender martini, John? Doug, I tried martini one time, and I didn't care for it, and I was 21, and I've never tried a martini again. Not a single one. So. It's saying, added to the refreshment port for 2022, Festival is returning Italian sausage, pepper poutine, along with two new beverages. And the one is the lavender martini 
with lavender, lavender martini, vodka with lavender and lemon. How much do you think it is, John? Fourteen fifty nine. Oh, you're going to be pleasantly surprised. It's only eleven dollars, John. Ooh, it's a discounted drink. Mm. And then they also have a stem stem ciders, a salted cucumber apple hard cider. Does that sound good to you? Cucumbers and apples, not particularly. But then I don't know. They're going to do like that cucumber margarita they have over in Mexico. So maybe. How much do you think this cider is? Uh, eight seventy-five. Ah, you were low on that one. Ten seventy-five. You had the seventy-five right. And I and I will tell you, the house-made Italian sausage and pepper poutine for nine dollars was really good. But it, I don't know about you, but I don't know if I'm having poutine with sausage. If uh, lavender martini goes with that, I'm just saying, John. I'd be, I'm, I'm thinking maybe a, a cold, uh, really cold ice cold beer goes better with poutine than a, a lavender martini, but that's probably just me. A hundred percent. I just, I, I, I could just see grabbing a lavender martini for Brenda or whatever to walk around the park or whatever she wants that, but I don't see uh, teaming it up with uh, a, pot, a poutine with sausage. I just, I really don't. But, but I'll tell you what, it was. I was expecting it to be higher too in price, so. Refreshment Port always has good food, John. Yeah, well, that's uh, JJ's one of JJ's favorite places right now because he really likes poutine. So. Yeah, well, I like I, I like good poutine. I like hot poutine. The only time I've gotten bad poutine was that night we met you because it was cold. Yeah, that was the one at Disney Springs. Yeah, and that yeah. was the one everybody yeah. was raving about because that's all they serve. Like, it's all your job is to make the poutine and make it hot. Exactly. And I, and, and I get it cold, like. Isn't the idea the cheese is supposed to be melted, John? It ain't supposed to be yeah, like eating uh, cheese out of uh, what string cheese. It's not supposed to be that. It's way. supposed to be, yeah. It's supposed to be have a high melt or a high melt, higher melting point than just regular cheese. Yes. So yeah, that gravy, uh, the the French fries are supposed to be really hot, and the gravy is supposed to be really really hot. So you know, it melts the the curds. So. Yeah, cold is not the way, especially with stuff like that. You know what's going to happen. It's going to congeal and get greasy. Yeah. So. I mean, it wasn't, like, unedible. I've had things that are unedible, but it was a, it was a major disappointment, you know, of, of it being cold. So, because I was starving. Well, we had just drove in from New Jersey that night. Remember, the girls were, like, yeah, exhausted. And, I came and over like to meet you, said, everybody was, was raving about that place. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's why we. You, I think that's why you guys sat there and we grabbed there, and I was excited to try it. It was like I'm trying a new place, and I wasn't happy. So, but anyway, John, I'll let you go. I know you had a rough week. I had a rough week. I was working all week and driving all week, and I'm like really beat, John. I agree. I agree. So, everybody, be kind to one another. Everybody say prayers for everything going over in Ukraine and with with stupid Russia. So say prayers for all those everything going on. Even the Russian people that don't want to be a part of this, just pray for everybody over there and uh, everybody be kind to one another. Uh, say goodbye, John. Bye bye. And please, everybody, head over Strollers, to iTunes and put your strollers away, please. And everybody, head over to iTunes and leave us a review. Bye, guys, and have a great week. Bye bye, folks. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. 
If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.